Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and continuing with tonight's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies, Saudi and Oni for the pleasure of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not sure if Mufti Sahib has any news update or we continue with the question, Mufti Sahib. No, you continue, inshallah. <clears throat> Mufti Sahib, the Imam, the Imam in the Haram performs 10 rakats of Taraweeh Salah. Later on, he performs Qiyamul Layl. Can you follow the Qiyamul Layl with Niyah of completing the balance of the 10 rakats Taraweeh Salah? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. That will only solve your problem for the last 9 or 10 nights. So remember, that's fine. There's no problem with that. So that's how you're going to make 20. So all of you who are going to the Haramain Sharifain for your Umrah, for Medina Munawwara and so forth. So the first 20 nights, remember the 10 rakats you will make with the Imam and then the remaining 10 you will have to do on your own in your rooms or wherever. Husband in front, wife at the back or whatever. If you're a Hafiz, mashallah. So you read it. When I used to travel there, South America, all these countries. So 90% of the places, they read 8 rakats and they walk away. So what I used to do, I told them that after Asr to Maghrib is a talk, and then five, ten minutes before sunset, iftar, we make a nice dua. Maghrib to Isha, we have a nice meal, and then Isha, and then after the sunnahs, then eight rakahs they read, and then they want to go, I said, no, stay, and then we give you five, ten minutes nasiha, some nice advices, and they should really appreciate it, and then we read Witter, and then we go, I also used to go. So the others continued with their 12 rakats. So I tell them that, see, I'm going now to the hotel or where I'm staying, and I'm going to make my own khatam because wherever I am, I read my own taraweeh. So I'm in front and then my wife behind me. So that is what you must do. Remember, taraweeh salat is 20 rakats. On that, there's consensus of all four schools, the Shafi'is, the Malikis, the Hanafis, the Hanbalis. Go see what Imam Tirmidhi, Rahimahullah, writes in Jami Tirmidhi. You will find it there as well. And remember that nobody says among the four schools, eight rakats and ten rakats and so forth, that is rejected by us. And it is the Salafis who come and corrupted everything. They will tell you that you can't give, you understand, you can't read Quran Sharif for the deceased. You can't give three talaks. And if they gave three talaks, then it's counted as one and so forth. You can make masa on normal socks, the cotton socks and so All rejected these things here. So they totally mixed up people. So they said now on Jummah Khutbah Friday's 15 Shaban night is no no virtue for it and it's not a big night, auspicious night. We reject Sudeis, we reject this, the Saudi regime, we say the Kafir non-Muslim regime currently and we reject this whole Wahhabi ideas of theirs, remember that. So I'm on A every day with Allah's help and they record me, you must remember. So they know what I am saying and they know what I stances on these issues. Yes, you are a Musafir, then you don't have to read Taraweeh. Oh, you read two rakat, four rakat, six, eight rakat, ten rakat. You are very, very sick and old or whatever. You can't manage a different thing. For you ladies, instead of reading two, 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 you can read in fours, like how you read the four rakats before Zohar Salat, the Sunnah, the Muakkada, read like that. But the reading fours is only permissible for the Hanafis and them. Shafi is Malik is humble 
they say you must read in twos and then make salam salatul layli masna masna so definitely according to Hanafis also two is better but if you want to save time and you feel very tired and so forth and you are old whatever sickly so you read in fours so that will be also acceptable and permissible Yes, I have this lady says she's 20 weeks pregnant. What should she read for easy birth and a pious and healthy child? Mufti Sahib. Write down, record it, surah number 37. Surah Yasin, Surah 36, Surah 37, Surah Sofat, verse 100, Rabbi Habali Minas Salihin, Nabi Ibrahim Khalilullah alayhi salam's dua when he was old, Ya Allah grant me pious children, Ya Allah grant me normal children, both translations acceptable. Surah chapter 37, verse number 100, Surah 3, verse 38, Dua of Nabi Zakaria alayhi salam, he's also very old. Rabbi Habali Milladunga Zuriat and Tayiba in Nakasami Udua. O Allah, grant me such children that are pure and chaste, Ya Allah. In Nakasami Udua, you are the one who listens to the dua. Then the Salihin, the pious people, Rabbana Ablana Min Azwajina Wazuriyatina Qurrata A'yun. Ya Allah, grant us such spouses, such progeny children, Ankoke Tandak. They are the coolness of the eyes. Ya Allah, make that easy for me. And then you don't want miscarriage and so forth and so on. So now you are pregnant, mashallah. So read Surah 13, Surah Yusuf, chapter 12. Surah 13, Surah Ra'at, the thunder. And verse number 8, Allahu ya'alamu ma tahmilu kullu unsa wa ma taghidul arhamu wa ma tazdad. Only all Matella knows what the lady is carrying. Is she carrying one, twins, triplets, quadruplets, male, female, what complexion, the color of the eyes, the ears? No gynecologist, no doctor. You know this prince, this King Charles, he's also on his way out, he's fracking almost. So they say, oh, Prince William is a Muslim. I wonder if he's a Muslim. Or oh, the Muslim cooked up the stories, you understand? Imagine a Muslim king in England, in Britain. Oh, so will be seeing stars daytime you must remember that so he's king of Muslim and he's a Pakka Hindu and he doesn't know whether he's thinking cow milk or cow urine and so forth so that's what the media is reporting Allah alone knows so when this guy or Prince Charles he got married to Lady Diane and now first time she fell pregnant so they don't go to Changu Mangus you know they go to big big professionals and this professional gynecologist and so forth and what and what that guy there I read all these funny funny stories so they said it'll be a baby girl and both were boys but the second guy they didn't know whether he's of Charles or whether it was that the horse trainer he was giving Lady Diane other kind of training also so all shaitan harami business all this so remember only all Matella knows boy girl whether one two whatever color complexion all that and then Allah all the contraction and extension and expansion and everything only all knows everything will happen on the appointed time 
Just today, I like to address this issue nowadays because you Muslim women and men, sometimes you don't have shame, you know. So I don't say all, but majority, many. Why must you go to a doctor who says your wife must go through a C-section? Why? Because it's more money for them? Because they can do four, five, six, one time? Why you don't go for a natural birth and so forth? I'm not speaking of Sahaba's time. I'm speaking of my own sister. I saw this day when I was in the house. I wasn't in the room, obviously, but I was in the house. That dead Bura lady, that white lady came, and she did my everything there, midwife and everything, and that was our first, my first nephew. So you must remember, and he was born there in our house. There's no doctor and Caesar section and dust and all this kind of thing. Why we don't start and revive all these kind of things? There's much more haya, there's much more shame, there's much more. They put fear in you that, no, there will be complications. And then five male doctors, three male doctors, they will see everything of yours. And then they will go for C-section. Why? Just to make money. So where's our haya, our shame, our modesty gone to? So think properly. Imam Malik rahimahullah has mentioned an excellent hadith in his Muatayma Malik Inna likulli deen in khuluqa Every religion got their unique features and they have their unique characteristics. And Inna likulli deen in khuluqa wa khuluqal islam al The unique feature characteristic of Islam is shame and modesty. Think about it, you, my daughters, my sisters. There's no need every week, every month go to the gynecologist and then they'll tell you sometimes it's male, sometimes female, right? You will give birth tomorrow, you'll give birth next month, next two weeks' time, and this date you must be there and so forth. But why you can't go for natural birth? My mother, everybody went for natural birth, five children, my mother-in-law, 11 children, all natural birth. There was no such thing as all this C-section. Just go and open up everything in front of all the male doctors like Be Sharams and Be Ghirat and so forth. Where is our Hayat? gone to? Where is our shame gone to? Think about all these issues here. Yeah? These are all capitalistic. They just want to make money. They're haramis, you must remember that, with their secular system and so forth. They erode everything about Islam and religion and so forth. That is the very meaning of secularism. You must destroy every religion. And you see your Bella Bell. It's the same thing there, that you must allow alcohol in the schools. You must allow this. You must allow this. And they will teach them you can and have two mothers and two fathers and all this nonsense and you want to come tell me to go to your school is permissible it's all haram all these things so where is our ghayrat our shame our modesty our direction orientation I'm asking you so you, you can take offense. It doesn't matter to me. I'm here to save you and protect you and bring realization into you that we can't just be following the Pied Piper and these guys here, yeah, they are just out to make money. Remember that. So you must go as far as possible. Yes, sometimes there are complications and you have to do a C-section. That is the exception to the rule. That is not the rule. Therefore, Imam Shafi was a genius, you know. He said, Mamin Amin illa Everywhere in Islam, you will have the general law and then you will have the exclusion and the exception to the rule. So the C-section in Islam, the cesarean is an exception, it's not the rule. Today, and I, my family, yeah, I asked them, you give birth? They say, yes. I say, what? They say, C-section. What happened, C-section? 
So I said, what's all the C-section? It's just money-making gimmick, they said this. So you must remember that we must always read these verses and Allah, Jalla Allah, will make you give birth easily also. Read Surah 21, Surah Anbiya in the 17 Jews, 17 Supara, verse number 330. <laughs> Allah Jalla Wala states, hey, non-Muslims, don't you see? Today we have to say non-Muslim and Muslim. Don't you see? How Allah created the heavens and the earth. Ratqa, they were joined, attached to one another. Fafataqnahuma, and then we separated it easily. You go for a normal birth, natural birth, and Allah Jalla Wala will let the separation take place easily, inshaAllah. Chapter 21, verse 13. My beloved mother, I used to ask her very difficult questions, you know. Sometimes she used to look at me and say, no, son of mine, no daughter asked this question, but you come with your question. I say, no, I must know all these things, ma. That we five children, right? So three sons with me, two passed away, the brothers, and two sisters. Whose was your most difficult birth? I thought she was say me. So she said, no, your brother. It was very difficult. She told me that she thought that she's going away. She'll pass away while giving birth. So I looked at her and the tears started rolling, you know. So what what pain our mother goes through for Therefore it's called labor pain. But the Muslim lady also got no shame today. She says, No, 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 I don't want this pain, just make C section. So remember, then it destroys you or harms you for life and so forth. So everything of Islam is natural. Don't fall in the strap of these capitalists, of the secularists, of the satanic organizations. That their aim is just to make money. They worship money and they'll die with that money as well. I don't say all, but I'll tell you majority Muslim, non-Muslim is like that today. First thing you you go. My mother-in-law, she came here 2001. So we none of us had medical aid or so. She felt very ill. I took her here to the clinic. I told them, this is my mother-in-law. She's 70, 80 years old, whatever her age was that time. They said, we're not interested. Bring 50,000 rand cash. He told me that in 2001. <laughs> so I looked at him. I said, okay, if that is what you're saying, so I contacted my brothers-in-laws and told them, this is the story, Ma is very ill. So then they transferred the money and what have you and whatever they did, you understand? Then the next day or two, then after that we had to admit her. So that's how they operate, but they'll tell you like the Saudis, khidmatul hujjaji sharaful lana. To make khidmat of the hajis is an honor for us. They'll make you walk and walk and walk till you're half dead already. And 5, 10, 20, 30 kilos you'll have to walk. Whether you're an old lady, pregnant lady, they don't bother. And they're telling you they're making this. The doctor of today will do that. So definitely very bad it is. You're not serving humanity. You're serving your pocket. Majority of you. Think about that seriously. The zulam, the oppression. So you asked about that. So all these topics came out as well.
Mufti Sahib, this father is um, abusive towards his son, he swears his son. Does the son still have to ask his father for mafia in this case? 100% Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, go open Imam Bukhari's work. If I was a prime if I was a principal in a Darulum principal or wherever madrasas and so, I will make this the book compulsory for the students to study. Imam Bukhari's work, Sahihul Bukhari, that everybody knows. But go and study Al-Adabul Mufrad. And if you want to go more into Hadith, go study Adi al-Adab al-Mufrad by Sheikh Albani, Sahih al-Adab al-Mufrad and Da'ifu. You don't mean you have to agree with him everywhere, but it will give you good insight and so forth. Today, children, they don't even understand hadith. They say Sheikh Albani, he never understood hadith. I asked Sheikh Yunus, one of the greatest Sheikh al-Hadith India Park produced, Hazrat Sheikh Nawar Allah who left a note by him and told him, you Yunus, Mulvi Yunus, you must open this parchi, this paper after I pass away. Hazrat Sheikh Nawar Allah Umar Qadahu passes away on the 1st of Shaban 1982. And Sheikh Yunus John Puri Rahimahullah knows what he has to do. On the next day, third day, whatever he opens it, he says, I'm telling you, Sheikh Yunus, that Abka Maqam today, after my demise, you are greater in the field of Hadith even than me. You have beaten me in the field. He was the Ibn Hajar and all of them. If you sat in his dar, so you sat by him and so forth. So you must a giant of muhaddis. I told Astima what Sheikh Albani said, what bare muhaddis here. So I told one Molvi, they want to believe. So I told him, see, next time I meet him, you must come with me. Hajj time I have to go sit by him. So then I told him, I don't say this Molvi, he forgets now what. So I told him, was it what you say of Sheikh Albani? So he said, what bare muhaddis. I say, but some places he makes very big criticism and you see Joby or like in both Bare Muhaddis you see we don't mean we have to agree everything so yeah I'm teaching you telling you now that Sheikh you must remember Imam Bukhari brought the whole chapter about Birrul Walidain and in there he mentions this that even if your parents did wrong to you Nabi alayhi salatu salam said you must show them love and respect wa in zalama wa in zalama Thrice the master said, even if they made zulam and oppress you, we only have one set of parents. Wife, you can get many. Wife passes away, you get married. You can have four wives if you got the means and fulfill the conditions. She gets now divorced or husband passes away. After the iddah, she can take another husband. Children you will get and so forth. Mohan Qasim Sema told us the story personally. He said, while the SS Dilawa was going down, they were a white couple and that mother of the children said, Habi, what about our children? The husband told her, Jam, we have to just save ourselves. We will make other children in the future. You see? So that is the answer the husband gave the wife. So they also got saved. You know, 1,000 people, 150, 140, whatever it is, got saved. That is what Mahasema told us. His life biography, autobiography, his biography is written, so read it. So you must remember S.S. Tilawa was a ship in 1942 and Mawqasim Sema Rahimahullah was making tilawat, lila, figuration and so forth. So Allah Ta'ala saved him. So yeah, we must remember that. So Almighty Allah Jalla Wala gave us a system and we have to abide by the system and work within the system, inshallah. This Mufti's view on the American who burnt himself and his last words were free Palestine, Mufti Sahib. 
Yes, you must remember many a time intention is good, so his intention was good. But that does not mean he goes to Jannah and paradise and so forth. Iman, that is the shirt in prerequisite. So in a case like that, I carried the story this morning also in the news, views and interviews. And now it's gone viral throughout the whole world. He passed away, also he died. So remember what is in his heart, that is Bainahu, Bainallah, between him and Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala. But remember, as far as, as we go, Nahnu Nahkum Bizawahir, we pass the verdict, he died a non Muslim, and Wallahu Matawalli Sarair, and Almighty Allah alone knows what is in the heart of the person. But we say his intention was good. He disgraced the Americans, he disgraced the Jutlas, the Haramis, he showed the world who the super terrorists and super murderers are. I cannot be part of the genocide, and he was a senior person in that army or whatever you must remember of theirs. So this is people of conscience, you know. So they understand who is the guilty party and so forth. You go and study the Israeli war cabinet. Not one guy there is a Palestinian born in Palestine, born in Israel, nothing. They're all from Europe. Go study their forefathers, go study them and so forth. All invaders and squatters they came there. You go and look at Palestinians in Gaza, they will tell you they are six, seven, eight, nine generations, all Palestinians. And these Haramis want to tell us that these people of Gaza must pack up and go to Ireland and go here and there. You are the invaders. You are the squatters. You are the occupiers. We must pack all of you up. One settler, one bullet will settle the issue forever. That is our stance, and we will never, ever apologize for that. Kisab, growing up, we've always learned about Imam Mahdi. Is this a concept or is this part of our Ahlu Sunnah belief or Bhaktisam? Remember that we don't approve, we don't say it's haram or something, but we don't approve of the term Imam Hassan, Imam Hussein, Imam Mahdi. These are Shia terminologies. Nowhere in the Quran or authentic Sunnah you will find the word Imam Mahdi, Imam Hassan, Imam Hussein. These are Shia terminologies. Shia say that after the demise of Nabi salam, there are 12 infallible Imams and so forth. Imam uh, Ali, Imam Hassan, Imam Hussein, Imam Zainul Abidin, Imam Baqir, Imam Jafar, and it carries on like that. So we reject this terminology of Imam. I'm not saying that you can't say Imam Hassan, Imam Hussein, Imam Mahdi, but what I'm telling you is use a better term, like how you use Gaza. So we must say Gaza, like that. How you say Rafa. So you know the Rafa is Rafah. R-A-F-A-H. So that is proper pronunciation. We must learn all these things. Why not you use the word which Mustafa Rasulullah used, Hayyan wa Mayta. During the lifetime of the Master, alayhi salatu salam, he said for his beloved grandson, Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu anhu, hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Inna ibni hadha sayyidun. This grandson of mine is a sayyid. After the demise, what did Nabi alayhi salam say about Jannah and so forth? Authentic hadith in Tirmidhi. Al-Hassan wal-Hussein, Sayyida Shababi ahlil Jannah. These two grandsons of mine, they are the Nawasa, they are Sayyida Fatah, 
Fatima radiallahu anha's beloved children and sons, so they are Sayyidah, Sabshabab, Jannah, the leaders of the youth in Jannah. So we say Sayyidina Hassan, Sayyidina Hussein, radiallahu anhuma, radiallahu an for one. So we say Sayyidina Mahdi, we say Yazid Mahdi. So these are our Sunni terms we should use. Imam Mahdi is permissible, but it's a Shia term. And when Shias use it, they use it, you must remember for what? For infallible Imam Ma'asum. They give their Imams the rank and status of prophets and messengers and greater than prophets and messengers if you know the works of Shias and all these things there. Let me tell you about Hazrat Mahdi radiallahu an. We Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah believe in him. He will come when this Ummah is in complete disarray, completely fragmented disarray, like now. So whether he's born or not born, that only Allah knows. I had Malvis, they should come by me when I was a channel Islam, both passed away. And they should tell me that Mahdi is born. And in 2004, he will come for Hajj and so forth and lot of things. There will be bloodshed and so when I went for Hajj and came back I asked them didn't come so they said no must calculate it so I told them from the start now you see you made people cancel their Hajj tickets and everything who's responsible for all this so they, one time they told me that some people had breakfast with us at Mahdi I asked them when are you going to have lunch they got made with me upset well I don't know take their names now they passed away. one was a Molvi and was a Mufti so these type of things there so remember that you can't go and tell us that he's born already and this age and people at breakfast this is all fairy tales all that from Lal Kitab stories so we believe in Azad Mahdi when he'll come all that only Allah knows what is his name Muhammad bin Abdullah and remember he will bring justice onto this earth and so forth and so on and hey, in Makkah Mukarramah there when he's performing tawaf or walking whatever so the Abdal the Abdal the pious people from Syria and that part of the world will recognize him they will take the oath of allegiance on his hand and therefore the Ali Saud who are corrupted in Kufar they fear this because they will lose all power and so forth go open Imam Abu Dawood he's got a whole chapter on Khuruj Mahdi so that is what we believe in and so forth and this Mahdi we believe in will come from the progeny of Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu ta'ala and the Kufar Shias believe from Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu an our Ustad our Sheikh Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni wrote a whole book Al Mahdi wa Ashratu Sa'a so wonderful book you should read that as well then the Kufar Shias they got their Mahdi when I went to Iran so the, then if you must know a little bit Arabic here in 2013 so I should sit and listen to what they say obviously I don't read Salat behind them so I just said what they're saying so that Sheikh says and call al-imam Mahdi alayhi salam they speak like that you know and then the whole crowd will say ajjal allahu farjahu so I used to think they sing ajjal allahu farjahu first farj means the woman's private part in this. I say what they're asking they want to make more muta and prostitution or what I say wait let me listen properly what they saying so they say ajjal allahu farajahu ya allah bring him out quickly from the cave it's almost 1200 years he's not coming so what happened to your mahdi there's no mahdi 
They're lying to you, she asked Kufar, and you just fall for all the tricksters and so forth and so on. And then the Qadianis got their Mahdi. They say Nabi Isa is the Mahdi, and he passed away and is buried there in Kashmir in Srinagar. And then you must remember the Christians got their Mahdi, the Messiah and so forth. So all these are rejected, you must remember. Thus, we say there's only one Mahdi, and he will come out and he will be the leader after he comes out the Jal will come out and after that Nabi Isa salam, will descend so everything will happen in sequence that much we must understand we say Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Sahib this evening's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies Sony and only for the pleasure of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a few minutes we will be continuing and thereafter inshallah by 10 o'clock we will be concluding the program of a masjid or musallah. 100% you must remember that people are going to benefit there they're going to read salat there make etikaf there regarding a musalla you must remember two maslas people normally people are unmindful about this musalla is a private property it's not waqaf it's not for all Allah. sometimes because of bylaws or whatever the case might be so you can't read tahiyatul masjid there tahiyatul masjid is only for masjid likewise for your sunnat etikaf and so forth wala tubashiruhunna wa antum aakifuna fil masajid la etikafa illa fil masajid so remember allama kasani rahimahullah in badaiw sanai has mentioned this masla very clearly that it is a shart and a prerequisite etikaf should be done in a masjid only sometimes people they sit in musalla and so forth so they'll get reward but that is nafil etikaf it's not sunnat etikaf Sunnat etikaf must be in a masjid, not musalla. But you will get the reward 100% for building or renovating, refurbishing the musalla, the masjid. So 100% the sadaqai jariya is there and the reward is there for you, inshallah. What can one read or do to remove nazar from one's child? The best is Aital Kursi, the best is Mu'awwidatain, Mu'awwidatain, Qul A'udhu bi'falaq, Qul A'udhu So that is Surah Fatiha, read all that and blow on the baby, on the child. And then if you want a specific dua, the dua is mentioned there in Kitabul Anbiya, the chapter on the prophets and messengers in Bukhari Sharif. He Habibuna Rasulullah says, Nabi Ibrahim read the following dua for his two beloved sons when they were very young. Nabi Ismail he was born first. And then Nabi Ishaq I Habibuna Rasulullah read the same dua for Hassanain Sayyidina Hassan Sayyidina Hussein Sayyidina Hassan was born first so therefore Hassanain and then Sayyidina Hussein Radiallahu was born Sayyidina Fatima Sayyidina Ali got married Nikah took place in the second year of the Hijrah during Ramadan third year Sayyidina Hassan Radiallahu Milad Mubarak took place he was born in fourth year Sayyidina Hussein Radiallahu Milad Mubarak took place hence when the Master alayhi salatu salam made parda and the demise took place of the master salam, they were 8 and 7 years old respectively so we should know all this so Nabi salam read A'udhu bikalimat illahi tamah min kulli shaitanin wahamah wa min kulli aynin lamah 
If you read Audu, also it's permissible. You read Uizu, also permissible. So if you see Ibn Majah, Audu, you see Mishka, Sharif, Mustad, Ahmed, Bukhari, you will find Uizu. So all these words are acceptable. Al-Babu Wasi, on this flexible issue. Audu, Vikalimatillahi Tamah. Ya Allah, I seek your protection through your complete words from all the shayateen and satans. Audu, Vikalimatillahi Tamah. From all the Satan and Shaitan and everything that poisonous and harmful. And from all the eyes that are, you understand, the evil eye. So that is what we should be reading, especially for our baby children when they are negatively impacted by the evil eye. But you, the parents, also to blame. Baby born today, yesterday, last week, first thing, put on Instagram, put on Facebook, put here, put here. You know, I get 100, 200 questions a day with Allah's help. Sometimes you see the ladies, the way they dress, and they got their profile picture. So I answer it, but I say, change your profile. That what you're doing is haram there. Sometimes they got their baby. I said, you cause, cause harm to your baby. So normally it's the females. They like to do it. Well, men also, but majority of the time it's the females. So remember, we need to think that we garku The house is burning with the candle, with the fire in the house. So we have become our own enemies, our worst enemies. So don't think, no, something is fashionable. So we just like fools, you know, follow the Pied Piper. So we also must do it. No. The first thing we must ask is this action, is this deed acceptable, permissible in Islam, yes or no? That should be our first concern. When the husband gives one talaq and during the idda tells the wife, come back, we should try again for the last time, does it mean he revoked his talaq? Almighty Allah Jalla Wala addresses this issue in Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verses 228 and 229. At revocable divorce is two. So during the iddat, imsakum bi ma'rufin, you can take her back, and there's no need for a new nikah if you take her back during the iddat. And if you don't want her, then release her and give her gifts and presents and so forth. So you soften the blow for her and her family. And during the iddat, if the husband says you must come back and he says it verbally and he wants to kiss her, touch her and so forth because it's one talaq or two talaq to a revocable and she says, no, no, go fly a kite, I'm not coming back. No, you have to go back. Quran says, so the husband's aim must be to reconcile with his wife so he takes her back not take her back to cause her harm and assault her and harm her and hit her don't take her back so that you want to assault her and harm her that's absolutely haram so all these are Quranic verses so when you took her back after giving her one talaq revocable raji 
So the fine, she'll be your wife again, but for future purposes, all intents and purposes, you'll only have two talaks left. The one talak will always count. You gave her two talaks, so that will always count, even though you took her back. So you should not misunderstand on confused issues. What is the reward of Sarah in Masjid Quba? MashaAllah, the hadith is authentic in Ibn Majah, and if you go to Masjid Quba, you will see on top the Quranic verse is written, and you will see this hadith Sharif is written. Which Quranic verse is written? لَمَسْجِدٌ أُسِّسَ عَلَى التَّقْوَى مِنْ أَوَّلِ يَوْمِنَا حَقُّ أَنْ تَقُومَ فِيهِ فِيهِ رِجَالُوِ يُحِبُّونَ عَيَّةَ تُهَّرُوا So you will see this verse is written there. Then Mustafa Rasulullah sallam in the ninth year of the Hijrah so was preparing for the expedition of Tabuk. The month was Rajab and 30,000 Sahaba were now prepared to go with and they went with the Master salam. The hypocrites next to Masjid built a masjid and that is called Masjid Dirar, the Masjid of Masjid Making. Surah 9, Chapter 9, Surah Tawbah and verse 107, all Allah speaks of that. Then Nabi Sallallahu was commanded after returning from Quba, from Tabuk, from Tabuk when the Master and speaking of Tabuk and that, MashaAllah, go obtain the book, the Muslim, the Muslim woman, you will find a whole article on Tabuk there, excellent magazine, you will find one page of mine Q&A and the different places we visited and so forth. So the next one will be on Khaybar, inshaAllah, Aziz. So Allah, the reward of our mother's sisters who are making this great contribution. So Tabuk, go read about it. Fascinating, lot of insight. And those of you going for Umrah and so forth, go there with your Umrah visa. You can go everywhere, no problem. So the Masjid and tourist visa also. The Masjidun Ussisa ala taqwa min awwali yawmina haqwa an taqwa This sentence is written there. Surah 9, Surah Tawbah, verse 108, where you have the mihrab, the niche, that semicircle, and you can read Arabic properly, look on top. Then beneath that you will find the hadith authentic in Ibn Majah, Man min baytihi. Whosoever performs huzu, ghusl, whatever you need from your house, so now it's a hotel because we don't have houses there. So, thumma ata masjid quba, and thereafter you come to masjid quba any day, and better on Saturday, marshian or rakiban, sometime walking, sometime by means of conveyance. Thumma ata masjid quba, fasalla fihi rakatain, and you read two rakat salat there. You receive the reward of one Umrah. So you read two rakat salat, one Umrah. You need another two rakat, another Umrah. You read three times, so another Umrah. Subhanallah, in 15, 20 minutes, you can make 10 Umrahs already. So that is a great, great reward. And we advise people to go there on the morning time, Ishraq time, Duha time. So you read your Fajr salat in Masjid Nabawi. You read your Zohar salat inside Masjid Nabawi, especially for the men and the women in your hotel room so that will be the best in time of Nabi salam already he discouraged the women all authentic hadiths go open Targheeb or Targheeb you will find Mustafa sallallahu told Ummi Humayda Sa'idiya read in your house you will get much more reward than reading behind me Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu in Masjidun Nabawi 
Nabi alayhi salam said, authentic hadith Abu Dawood wa buyutu hunna khayrul lahunna. Abdullah the Masood, when the lady, ladies came Jummah time, he took them out. Come on, out, out, out. You go back home. You're not allowed here. So remember, these are the greatest people. Remember that Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa was, is, will always be the, great, the most precious, most beloved, the greatest to all my in the creation. Second, after all prophets and messengers, the Sahaba and Abdullah the Masood and them are faqihu hadil ummah, the muftis of this ummah. So we need to understand our deen properly, not just practice on what some person tells us, Quran Sharif, Sunnah Mubarakah, Sahaba, four schools. That is our deen, that is our sharia. So when we look at our parents' faces with love and respect, we get the sawab of a, of a hajj. Is this from a hadith? Yes, 100% in Mishkat Sharif. One day Mustafa sallallahu told Sahaba, if you look at your father with love, with respect, then you get the reward of hajj. Said Umar radiallahu anhu said, Ya Rasulullah, then we will look at our father 70 times, meaning 70 like how in English is a speech, you know, expression of speech. You say, I told you 100 times, I told you do this. Huh? So we'll do it sabin many times, several times. So a day we'll get every time hajj sawab. So Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi said, Allah Akbar, your seeing your father is limited. The reward by all Allah is unlimited and infinite. Remember Allah ki khazana my koi kamina here. There is no shortage and the reward will never diminish by all Allah Jalla So under the feet of your mother, Al Jannatu Tahta Gdamil Ummahat, Al Jannatu Inda Rijliha, the words in Mishkat Sharif you will find. So under the mother's feet is paradise, meaning meaning love your mother, serve your mother, and see how Allah will accept you, inshallah, if you are sincere. And your father, look at him and admire him. What, what they did. My father never went to high school and all those things of things, but he ran a business from that small business. Everybody went to university, every, the sons, everybody went, you must remember, for Hajj, Umrah, all that, from that shop. And no, when I went overseas in 1974, so I left already, or I was just leaving. The Mehman organization told my father, Asa Pesa Dinasi. Father said, Manjo Putar I, Ao Pesa Dinasi. Makehina, Ke I Pesa Dio. So, you know, for that alone, I'll kiss my father's hand and face the forehead a hundred times. He told the Mammon Society, is my son, I will pay for him. For what must I take your money and so forth? So that is why today Mufatiyas will collect money from all sides. You must remember that. And still they will fail also. So some of them. So you must remember these type of things here. So these are the barakah of halal income and so forth and so on. So admire your parents. Look at them with love, kiss their hands and see how far you will go in life, inshallah. If you missed your salah while traveling, do you mean qada of the qasr or full salah when you get back home? When a person misses salat, you must remember you can lose your iman. And that is the verdict of majority sahaba. That is the verdict of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal. Go open Mughni of Ibn Qudama. Go open Kitab salat by Hafiz ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah. That is a masterpiece of a book. He writes there that majority sahaba say when a person misses salat, he's out of the fall of Islam. And Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal and their Muhammadi school, that's their fatwa. That you're out of the fall 
all of Islam, your nikah is broken, your children become harami and illegitimate. And remember, walam yudfan fi maqabil muslimin, that person must not be buried in a Muslim graveyard. Imam Shafi'i, Imam Malik say the person is Muslim, but we must give him capital punishment, death penalty. You must hang them, push them, do whatever you want to for missing salat. And remember, Imam Anifa says you must lock them up, imprison them, incarcerate them. Hatta yamut o yatub. Tell them iktoba or they die there in jail. So we need to understand the ramifications and consequences. We think it's so light. No, I must salat. Why you must salat? No, I was sleeping. Why you must salat? No, I was traveling. These are not excuses in Islam. Quran Karim states, Ma salakakum fi saqar. Why you landed up in Jahannam? Quran is saying, first thing they will say, Lam nakum muswalleen. We never ate salat. So meaning we just read when we feel like, we don't read when we feel like and so forth. So remember it's a major sin. Anyway, so now the person was traveling from Durban to Johannesburg, Johannesburg to Durban, he must Zohar, Asr, whatever. Now he came back home. So now he wants to read the Qaza of that Salat. So Hanafi say you are Musafir, so you make Qaza of it Qasran. You read two rakats, whether you read it on a journey or whether you read it in your hometown. The Shafis and him say, no, we have to see where you are making the Qaza. If you are making the Qaza in your hometown, then you read full. If you make in the qada of it there while you're on a journey, so you read qasr. So the Shafis will take the place into consideration. Hanafis will say, irrespective of the place, you make the qada qasran because you must it while you are a musafir and a traveler. So that is the law regarding that. But the sin will remain on that person. In concluding with this uh, tonight's Q&A program, the amount for uh, Sadaqatul Fitr or Zakatul Fitr and the Fidya, is that the same? Same, remember, especially according to the Hanafi scholars, it's 40 rand. So for Sadaqatul Fitr, Zakatul Fitr and Fidya, all 40 rand per person. But be careful, the Fidya, you don't pay it now. You pay it after Ramadan has started and so forth. For the Shafis and them, you say 40 rand. And then for the Fidya, you will say 10 rand. So that is how the Shafis work. So remember. So that's an easy way of remembering it. But now in Ramadan, the ulama will give you, this is our fatwa on this issue shoes yeah sometimes they make some funny figures you know 30 rand and 40 cents and like that we don't agree with all that just make round figures and make it easy for the ummah and you know inflation and so much too many things you have to take into consideration so rather we give more than giving less Allah Jalla Wala grant us to fix inshallah my brother Tobela will prepare the podcast it will be two parts so inshallah just now we will send it out to you and inshallah next up you can listen to Hafiz Yusuf Kala and thereafter Hazrat Mohana Itishamulak Tanvi of Karachi, Pakistan Rahimamullah, he passed away on a Friday 1980, we were there for his Janaza Salat, he's speaking about halal and haram and that's in the Urdu language and tomorrow 4 o'clock inshallah we'll be back live Mohana Salim Karim Hafizullah, Allah reward him and his family our Junaid Mota, Junaid Khan brother Riyaz Hussain, I will start at around quarter to 5, 10 to 5 inshallah, now the times are getting later and then inshallah we'll continue right till 5.30. Allah Jalla will make it easy. Jazakallah khairan to you of his wadi. Barakallah fiqh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
We say shukran alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to Mufti Sahib as well as to the directors, sound engineers and the esteemed listeners of the various radio stations. Until next time, we request your esteemed du'as. We say wa sallallahu ala nabi al-ummiyyi fi amani lama assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.